Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Russell. Why my kids will wrestle by the great Kale Sanderson. We're studying him, of course, because he is the best at what he does. There's no one like Kale Sanderson. So let's go through him. Let's go through our list. Wrestling mindset this week. Why my kid will wrestle, which are also just great reasons to wrestle in general. All right, I'll go through it. It's, it's 10 points, 10 reasons why Kale's kids will wrestle. And this is this is a great thing just to, to send on to any – if you're a wrestling coach, send us the parents in your town. Post it on Facebook, right? Give the reasons. Make a case. I, I always do it. So anyone in town, I'm coaching youth wrestling. Like, oh, my kid has a lot of energy. I'm like, well, he should wrestle. Use that energy during wrestling. My kid is really big. Well, he, sh- he should wrestle. You know, he could lose some weight. My kid is really small. Perfect. He should wrestle. You know, wrestling, you wrestle people within your own weight class. You don't have to worry about him competing against somebody who's 100 pounds heavier than him in football. Um, you know, my kid has ADD. It's like wrestling's a great sport for him. So always making the case for wrestling. So we're going to go through Kale's 10 points here. Number one, wrestling is a foundation sport. Read through, read through them all first and then we'll go and then we'll touch on them. Okay. Number one, wrestling is a foundation sport. Number two. Wrestling is fun. Number three, wrestling is great exercise. Number four, self-confidence. Number five, self-defense. Number six, humility. Number seven, respect. Number eight, self-discipline. Number nine, a roadmap to success. And ten, toughness. All right, let's take him from the top. A lot of good things in there. A lot of different, a lot of different categories that are mixed in there, but we'll, but they're all really good for various reasons. Let's hit him. That's right. We could probably break this down into five categories, but Kale made him in ten, so we're going through ten points here. Foundation sport number one. And we'll, I will say also that if he broke them down into different cat- categories, it's probably to underscore certain points, kind of like how we do with effort, attitude, aggressiveness. A lot of people say just focus on your effort and attitude. We break it out into aggressiveness because we say, hey, don't take that for granted, even though technically it could be factored in with effort. Right. So number one is 
Foundation Sport. <laughs> Foundation Sport. So again, it's the um, it's 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 the sport of sports, the the sport of kings, really. Where there's just so much that you learn. You have to have balance, flexibility, agility, strength, conditioning, technique. The total package, which is why so many different body types can be successful in wrestling. So many different types of temperaments where certain sports you tend to see very, very clearly. This is what this athlete, what a successful athlete in this sport looks like. Well, especially at the state or national level, it's a real mixed bag with wrestlers. Yep. Yep. No, no two wrestlers are alike. And you could even say no two successful wrestlers are exactly alike. You know, in fact, they're quite different. Um it's just so mental and it's so physical. And with that brings it, you know, upon a lot of benefits. So he listed out a ton here for foundation sport. I mean, we talk about gymnastics as a foundation sport, which we, we still recommend, right? Anyone who says my kid is really young. I want him to be a wrestler, uh, you know, do more gymnastics when you're younger, learn how to control your own body before you learn how to control someone else's body. And then if they get good at those, you know, at gymnastics, it's going to be easier to teach them technique when they're older. Because anyone who's got young kids, they realize how tough it is to teach technique to a you know four, five, six, seven-year-old. It depends on the kid. All kids are different, but it's you know it's hard. Their attention spans aren't great, and it's better to develop that athleticism, you know, the gymnastics first. But wrestling being a great foundation sport too, because a lot of the things you talk about for gymnastics, you're building in wrestling too, like agility and strength and flexibility, balance, body awareness. Um, and then you have the, the one-on-one aspect, which, you know, there's just going to be a little bit more accountability maybe and, and that, that competition. Not that, you know, not that you don't have that in gymnastics, but it's a little bit different, me versus you. And right. Yep. Yeah, and the gymnast, you would, you, would, you would expect to see, we're not, we're certainly not pitting one against the other. We're saying do both. They're very important to supplement one another. But a, a gymnast, you could say, will have more skill with their body just in relation to themselves, but the wrestler is going to have more awareness and better dexterity with not only their body within the relation to themselves, like as far as flips and splits and things of that nature, but also in relation to another human being. Guy grabs you. What do you do? You know, someone picks up your leg. You don't just fall over. Right. So it's, um, this is what wrestling would give. Yeah. And I think the point Kale was making too. the last sentence he had in his description Wrestling will make our youth better at all other sports. And you're starting to see a lot of coaches in other sports, especially football now, right? A ton of football coaches, professional coaches, and, and, you know, in the NFL, college football coaches. A lot of them are coming from a wrestling background. And even if they don't, they're saying they want people that have a wrestling background because of, you know, everything we talked about before, all the different attributes, mentally and physically. And businesses too. A lot of the businesses we work with, they're looking, they're heavily recruiting people. They're looking at recruiting wrestlers how many businesses came to us say do you have any wrestlers that need a job so it's it's foundational not just in the sense of physical but also mental and and building virtues for life that's right number two wrestling is fun wrestling is a game you know we have we both have young kids and what's one of the first things they do when you're when your kids and my kids are playing together they go in the backyard (laughs) they go in grammy and grandpa's backyard and they start (laughs) wrestling chasing each other around with, yeah, they chase each other with water guns too. Um, but they start wrestling. That's oh, what toddlers do. I know when my son sees your boys, he's, he's, he's loving it. He's like, his eyes just light up. All right. It's time to wrestle. So they love, but that's what kids do. That's what dogs do too. 
right? Put dogs together, they'll paw at each other. They're not fighting to death like a lot of animals. They're just, they're roughhousing. So it's, it's fun. And also we saw from the International Journal of Wrestling Science, the number one reason why people wrestle, they've done polls and research studies in this, the science says, because it's fun, number one. And we go back to when we saw Kale speak as well as Kyle Dake. We both spoke at different times at the Pennsylvania Coaches Convention a few years ago, which has probably got to be around now. And they said, you know, got to keep wrestling fun. Got to make it fun. Don't overemphasize the hard work, especially at the young age. There was, you know, that, but have fun. That's right. And it is fun inherently, you know, otherwise kids wouldn't do it, right? Think about toddlers. They just wouldn't do something that's not fun. <laughs> They're just trying to have a good time, little kids. Our, our, little, our little cousin, Logan, our, our cousin Lou, his son, Logan, why do you like wrestling? He's like, because cause you get to play rough. You get to play rough. It's a great yeah. answer. It is a great answer. So brands, the Brands tape, one of the old Brands documentaries, they said whenever him and his brother were fighting, they'd say, no, mom, we're wrestling. So they got to, you know, just boys like to do it, boys being boys. And there's nothing wrong with that. They should be able to do that. Yeah, you're safe, play, not punching. You're, play, you're playing rough safely. That's what I was going to say. You know, no punching. You're learning rules, too. No punching, no kicking, no eye gouging. <laughs> you know, Pinching, hair pulling. Yeah, you're, so you're roughhousing in a, you know, relatively safe way for kids. I, th I feel like half the time when our kids are wrestling with each other, we're telling them also what not to do. It's not just like, oh, hey, get your leg here. It's more like, nope, don't kick. Or, you know, don't, 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 <laughs> blindside, don't blindside the guy. And I will say also, Jordan Peterson talked about this, the importance of playing, of fathers playing rough with their sons when they're young. Because he, he, he said, and remember, he's a psychologist. He's not just some radio personality. So, you know, we can take his opinion in, into consideration here. He said that the, the people who don't get to play rough as a kid, they, they don't have the same sense of the boundaries with other people and their body in relation to other people. Like you need to know if you're, you know, you're, you're hanging out with a friend, you see someone, you, you shake their hand, you give them like a bro hug. There's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. I know some people where, you know, maybe they didn't play, they didn't wrestle or they didn't do those kind of sports. You go to give them a pound and they like whack your knuckles. It's like, and you just know instinctively, like that, that's not what you do with the pound. The pound, you just, you bump it, you bump it. But as simple as that, or, you know, you get somebody, an overly hard back slap. It's like, that's not how you would do it either. But if you were, there is a way to give them a hard shot. If you're like shaking them with it, it's hard to put it into, pers into perspective. Reese Humphrey did a good video with this a while ago. He was, he was joking around about how wrestlers say hi to each other in different claps. And I'm with the song Work It in the Background by J. Cole. Not endorsing it as a wholesome song, but it is very catchy. And he shows the guy at the end just spear doubling him. It's like, yeah, that's, that's not what you do, but it's, it makes the point. Playing rough. It is fun. Wrestling is fun. <laughs> Number three, wrestling is great exercise. So it says one of the most premier physical fitness sports. Again, you go back to the things above, strength, endurance, um, and at a time where you probably health is at an all-time low, I got to imagine, right, in our society with obesity and every, you know, people being overweight, you're learning about things like nutrition, you're exercising, you're getting stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Are you laughing because you know what I'm going to say? Go ahead. What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to I was going to make the point about um, the Socrates quote about where he said, I swear it upon Zeus. Not that, you know, we endorse swearing we're Zeus, but <laughs> the average runner couldn't equal the, the great runner couldn't equal the average wrestler. And to make the point to what you were saying, this is why it bounced into my head. It was because um, I remember running a lot in the off season before the season and it would feel hard. 
And then after wrestling, after like a month or two of wrestling, you try to run again. Running feels like it's effortless. It just feels effortless. And it's not just because you're in a low in a lower weight. It's also because the fact you're just in much better shape. It is tremendous conditioning when you have a whole body workout. You know, the only the other sport that I think about like that is swimming. When you really swim hard, your whole body is shot. Think about after practices, how sometimes after a college practice, you're just like sitting on the bench zoned out. Uh, you know, as if you're coming down from some kind of like high, right? Because you just went live for a long time, real hard, and you're just now in the zone. But it just, there's no fitness like wrestling. Anyone, everyone knows that. Socrates knew it. And, and I mean, and there's a lot of sports, like nothing against baseball. I, I love baseball too, but you could come out of a practice with not a ton of exercise. You know, you still got to, you got to still do something more for exercise in that day, right? But wrestling practice, you're going to be good to go. For the most part, especially as a kid, you know, you got your exercise for the day. Right. And this was in the Hawkeye book that's saying the best conditioning for wrestling. Of course, there's many forms of conditioning. But um, in the Gable book, the Hawkeye book, Mark Misnick said the heart, the best, the best form of conditioning for wrestling is hard wrestling. Hard wrestling. Definitely. Number four, self-confidence. I guess one other point we could make with that is one of the big reasons why Penn State is also very good is because they don't just do the hard wrestling, but they do also do a lot of sparring and a lot of play wrestling which does contribute to your conditioning on the mat. So it's not just grind, 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 just wrestling in and of itself, even when you're play wrestling, even when you're sparring, it helps It helps your conditioning. Okay, go ahead. Self-confidence. Kale says here, wrestling teaches self-confidence like nothing else I know outside of religion and knowing that you are a child of God. Right, so that's the ultimate confidence, knowing that we were made in the image and likeness of God, but then you have wrestling. Right. You have, the, you have the ontological reality of, of who you are as a person, metaphysical reality, and then you have, which now once you're rock solid on that, yes, we're, we're humans, we, we have our bodies, we have uh, events and physical activities that we, that we get involved in and wrestling. We know it's like taking that wrestling mentality, that wrestling mindset, we do have a certain level of confidence. And this is another reason why a lot of jobs are looking to hire wrestlers, because generally speaking, they're building up the virtue of fortitude. That's one of the things you notice in Kale's list, especially as we go on. You're going to see the virtues, the cardinal virtues, prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance. Kale brings up all of them. He might not use that language, but he's saying it there. And this, what he's, what he's saying here is fortitude. Wrestlers have a level of fortitude and self-confidence because they've been, they've been forced to deal with hard things. Go to Tom Ryan, chosen suffering. Wrestling is a form of chosen suffering. So then when life gives you unchosen suffering, you've had a lot of opportunities to deal with adversity. Big reason why a lot of colleges want to bring in athletes. A big reason why um, jobs want them. I could also say about one of the Malcolm Gladwell books, he speaks about that you're, you're equally likely to fail out of a college uh, if you're in the t- if you're in the bottom third. So at a lot of times, higher level schools like a like uh, maybe an Ivy League school might take the bottom third. They they are going to want to have athletes in that category. He actually says this in this book, saying that colleges want them because. Basically, they could deal with the adversity. We've had painful losses in our career. Anyone who's watching this has probably had very painful losses, even to the point of, you know, like, you know, life shattering, not life shattering, as Gable would say, not W, not, not L's and D's, life and death, but W's and L's, wins and losses, where it was, it was like a, you know, a death at a lower level. Wrestler, wrestlers go through that at a much more personal level than other sports. All athletes go through, but a wrestler really goes through it because all eyes are on you. So you have that ability to bounce back. It gives you a level of confidence. You've done it before. 
you bounced back before, you're still here, you're still strong. I, I know what you're referencing. I, I didn't know that, that they'll look to bring in athletes for that reason, because that makes sense. Right? Yeah. If you're worried about the bottom third of your of your class, you, know, you got to bring in somebody who's tougher, somebody who's more resilient, even if they're, you know, since you know they're going to, they're basically struggling academically many times. Right. So, so a school like a University of Pennsylvania is going to bring in a student like me, not that I was a terrible student, but, you know, we know it wasn't going to get any awards academically, but they're probably going to bring me in because I'm a guy who's not going to quit because they see the, the wrestling. I mean, OK, they're like the grades are good enough where they're where they're OK, but maybe a, a higher quality student who doesn't have the wrestling would likely quit because it's such a blow to their self-confidence, whereas my self-confidence has been hit before many times and, you know, maybe more likely to stick around. Yeah, so wrestling definitely builds self-confidence, which a lot of parents, you know, if you're a coach looking to to promote the sport, to get more wrestlers, talk about confidence because, you know, so many parents are saying, my kid needs more confidence. And when you think about wrestling, it's like, yeah, you're getting a little stronger. You feel, you get stronger at a natural level, you feel, you feel more confident. When you beat another wrestler or maybe you were losing to them bad and now you're, you're actually fighting, you know, it, it's a competitive match, you feel better. You, it, that boosts your confidence. And adversity, just dealing with adversity. The fact that you've cut weight, almost all wrestlers take some kind of, not a, not a sick pride, but like some pride in the fact that they've pulled weight because it shows that like they've dealt with adversity. They had to make a weight class over a, a sustained period of time. Not that we're advocating for a large weight cut, but the reality is a lot of times it happens. And while you're growing, again, it's not the safest, but it's just saying you've cut the weight. You've dealt with adversity. Parents should want their kids to be in adversity situations because they will be in adversity situations in life. And there's almost no greater chosen adversity situation you could put yourself in than wrestling because it's so personal, it's so hard, and it requires all aspects of your being. Right. Number five, self-defense. So if we had to go wrestling versus gymnastics again, because you, you look at some of these things, and I think like a lot of sports could build the first four. Wrestling is going to satisfy number five, which a lot of sports are not. There's not that many sports that satisfy check off the box of self-defense and wrestling is without a doubt one of them you know i don't have to look too far look in the ufc look in mma without a doubt the best fighters they have a base in wrestling obviously they got to do they got to do more than that but but the top the top fighters can wrestle you see the best wrestlers overall are dominating why because it's a sport of control jujitsu let's face it you got to know jujitsu jujitsu changes the game because you, you'll just get choked out if you're, real, if you're overly confident in your grappling ability and you're not aware of your neck, your arms, your limbs and everything, you get you get choked out or tapped pretty easily. But once a wrestler learns that, it's got to be much easier for a wrestler to transition into a jiu-jitsu or martial art than it is for any of those martial arts to, to transition to wrestling because wrestling is about control. You have to control a guy. Even freestyle wrestling doesn't have the same exact level of control as scholastic wrestling. You have to hold a man down against his will. That's a hard thing to do. So wrestling, wrestling just gives you that. The self-defense is there, and, um, and it's safe. It's safe. Our dad always said wrestling is one of the safest sports in the, in the world, and he's right. Because you got, you got the referee. You do have the rules. You're, you're, you know, you're very unlikely to have a career-ending injury. Uh, if you're not taking care of your body over time, you could get hurt. But it is, it is safe. You're not getting punched in the face. You don't have to worry about getting a broken arm or anything like that. It's, it's safe. That's right. It is not a martial art, but probably should be. Or it's just, it's I'm just categories. They call it a martial. They call it a martial art. They don't, you know. Yeah. Well, it's not officially because there's there's no 
I guess strike. I don't know because jujitsu would be is a martial art, right? And you're not you're not striking. There's no punching, no kicking. It, it would have to be considered in that. I mean, it's it's all over. It's so if you want your kids to know how to defend themselves, have them wrestle. Yeah, that's how Kale concludes number five. All right, number six, humility. And I think you're just going to get that more in a one-on-one sport, right? Any sport that's one-on-one or, or even we picked on baseball a little bit. So I could say a good thing there. You have the pitcher versus the batter. So there is an, very, there's an important aspect of, of one-on-one competition. There's just going to be more humility, you know, especially when it's just me versus you. You know, we have a wrestle-off. We have a match. <laughs> we have that proper knock. And one person <laughs> wins, one person loses. You know, there's humility there, which, you know, might end up being our greatest gift one day. It is because it's the foundation. You go back to the virtues. We spoke about uh, fortitude. Now we're now we're in the virtue of temperance. Humility falls under that. But really, humility has got to be in a, in a class of its own. As St. Thomas Aquinas said, humility is basically the foundation of all virtues, all the virtues. And you go back to Tom Ryan when he spoke, when he, when, um, he and Terry Steiner spoke on our, our show or our convention he said Terry Steiner gave him truth. Wrestling's a sport that gives truth. If you're not good at defending, if you're not good at defending your left leg, or you're not good at getting out, uh, you know, from a crab ride, wrestling's going to teach you that pretty quickly. So you get humbled. A quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a wrestling mindset coach to get the mental edge, so that you could build confidence, stay motivated and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at wrestlingmindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in podcast discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount, and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to wrestlingmindset.com, Click on the free trial session. Type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month, and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. Yep. It's funny because a lot of people will speak very well of wrestlers. Like, oh, man, this, you know, imagine this guy, somebody fighting him. It's like you, you, get, you get a lot of props for being a wrestler. But the funny thing is, I'm sure we've been humbled way more than a lot of the people that are saying that. It's like, you know, it's like imagine, you know, yeah, maybe I could go around town thinking I'm I'm tough, but it's like I've been humbled a lot. It's like I was just writing to somebody on LinkedIn trying to trying to bring him on board for wrestling mindset. It's like I got pinned. I got I might have got close to, if not tech pinned to this guy in college, my my first college tournament. You know, it's like that's humbling. You know, I was good. This is after I took second in the state. There's some humble pie right there getting pinned in the state finals. Right. But then, you know, coming into college, division one, feeling pretty good about yourself, your second match, getting tech pinned or or very least getting pinned. That's that's humiliating. I remember sitting and crying after and shout out to Coach Rayner for saying the right words at the right time after that match. You remember those things, too. So having good mentors and people looking out for you. But but it's humbling. And, And like I said, in terms of virtue, it's probably the greatest virtue that you'll possess. It's related to because co- it's related to coachability. Like you're, you're in wrestling, you're going to have to be corrected. It's not like 
you just flat out can run, and very, there's very little a coach could do to, to make you run a lot faster. I mean, there's things coaches can do, obviously. But wrestling, there's so many different positions, and there's the weight-cutting aspect, and there's the mental aspect, and there's the strength aspect. You're going to be corrected all the time in wrestling. So a wrestler should be able to be more coachable. A successful wrestler is going to more than likely be more coachable, more likely to take critique. That's, that's related to humility. You can't take, you can, if you can't take critique, there's a problem with humility. Iron sharpens iron. Everyone likes to say that. What does that really mean? That really means the iron's being exposed. If you have a problem with being exposed, you know, good, good luck making it very, very successful. So if you want to be humbled, <laughs> wrestle. And and I have to say that's coming from that's coming from Kale Sanderson, who is 159 and 0 in college. So the only the only undefeated um, four-time national champ ever. But you know when you look at his career, it's like it wasn't pretty well. He was perfect in high school and college, but he had losses as a redshirt. I'm sure he had plenty of losses in the off season. You know he lost internationally. It's like. You'd imagine he was just going to go out and just crush everyone and win the Olympics, but he lost in the Olympic trials. You know, he fought through it, but he, um, you know, again, humility, even from the best of the best in wrestling. Right. You've no idea what he went through. I think even uh, in a Penn State, Frank Monero, he told our, our brother Greg, when he was coaching the Rutgers, that the Japanese guy who was an Olympic champ would come in the Penn State room. This is while Frank was a, was NCAA champ. And he, and he said for him, and he, and he, beat a lot of his guys really bad that year, some of the best guys in the country. And he was saying, like, he felt like he never wrestled before. You don't know who's who's coming in the practice room and and what's going on. So it's – your kid needs it. Humility, it's important for the soul, and it's and it's important – I mean, for the soul, that's overall development. It is underlying all virtues. So humility is important, and you're going to get it in wrestling. You can't hide behind the team. You're going to be exposed. You're going to get some truth. That's right. Number seven is respect. And I think that's something you see, like good wrestlers. You know, when you meet it, somebody who's had some success as a wrestler, high school, college. Yeah, there you go. Not, none of this. You just, you just. I think they respect. They seem to respect authority. They're coach. They're more coachable, right? And they just have a higher level of respect for people. It's just something. Talk to a bunch of wrestlers, and and you notice that they they tend to respect not only themselves but other people more than the average guy in the street. And you look at it, also look at it, compare it to like a, a, a UFC, right? A lot of trash talking, a lot of trash talking. You don't really see that wrestling. I mean, what, the minorist thing that's something with Sajalive and Snyder, it's like they're friends, they're buddies. One post on Instagram, you know who wasn't at this World Championships. And then um, one of the other guys, and then Snyder says, you know, I'm your Huckleberry or whatever he said, or, you know, the, the other quote from the movie that I, that I didn't see, Tombstone, right, Val Kilmer. And... um. But, you know, playful. They weren't really going at it. Every now and then you see, like, signs of disrespect. It is very infrequent. And I go I go back to our, our coach, Don Ernst, God rest his soul, where he would talk about that, his, his great story. He would always have at least one story for one lesson that he would give us. And he spoke about when Vladimir Human and Takata were in the same room. Now, these were guys in the 70s who were multiple-time world champs, Takata from Japan, and then Vladimir Human from Russia. These guys were at the top of their game. And when they saw each other, you know, neither spoke the other language very well. But our, our coach was in the room, saw this at the tournament, at the World Championships, says, you excellent. And the other one said, no, 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 you excellent. And our coach Don would always say, none of this. And we used to laugh. Even now we hear none of this. We laugh. But that's that really is what it's about. You do see a lot of that. And, and you know, World Championships, like David Taylor, he has Donnie, these people giving each other hugs, like – 
you could see there, there's a high level of respect. The Iranian fans, when Burroughs won, I mean, he's basically a rock star in Iran, too. Right? That's right. And I would say I think that the respect goes hand in hand with humility. Yeah. Right? Like, why the level of respect? Because you've been on the losing end sometimes, too. Yeah, you've been, you've been headlocked and packed before yourself, and you know that could have happened to you at this match. That's right. Worse. Number eight, self-discipline. If you don't have discipline, you don't have a darn thing in this world. Coach Sachi. Coach Sachi, and that also falls under the virtue of temperance, that discipline with technique, discipline not, o- not only going to your practice, but you have to go to a club. It's not like some of these other sports where you could get by without going to a club. Wrestling, you have to go to a club after. Um, there's that. There's the weight, the weight class. You're going to have – you're probably going to have to lift. There's a lot of things you're going to have to do. So there's a lot of discipline that goes with wrestling. What did Mike Tyson just say? If you don't have discipline, you're nothing. Discipline is doing what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. Mike Tyson, a good, a good quote there on Joe Rogan. Discipline is doing what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. We just sent that out, our daily text message. I should take, the, take a second to promote this. Our daily text message, we're sending out a daily text. Today we did Aristotle, because Gene's been t- talking about Aristotle a lot. A lot of text messages about Aristotle today. Through discipline comes freedom. I should have I started with that quote, the one that we just sent out. Through discipline comes freedom, Aristotle. So our daily text message, free text every day, motivation, mindset tips. Text mindset1 to 84576. Mindset1 to 84576. Number one. The number one. We'll put it in, we'll put it in the show notes below. Mindset, the number one. Day four, five, seven, six. So discipline, I mean, that really goes with anything. If you're trying to be the best in anything, if you're trying to get the most out of yourself, if you're trying to reach your potential or even close to it, um, you got to be disciplined. You got to be willing. Yeah, you could say wrestling is a new level of discipline because there's so many different, again, you go back to it's so mental and it's so physical that, you you know, you can't be all mental or all physical. You got to be both. You got to be the total package. And the weight class element. That's right. That's a new level of discipline. A big one that most people don't have to deal with. So it's if it's done right, if you're not cutting too much weight, and if you're you're doing it the right way, it should absolutely be a it should set you up for virtue for success in the future. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't take that lesson and then then apply it to life. And then I think also of of Coach Greg Strobel, God rest his soul, former coach from Lehigh. He always used to say we used to go to the Lehigh camps. He used to say I'm a big stickler with time. Like he wants people on time. Well, again discipline and coach Sachi would say that's our team too when I was at Rockers he would say that if you don't he'd, he'd say you know the bigger issue is that if you don't, if you come in late it doesn't matter so much now in practice but if you show up late you're looking for another job in the future and he would tell our team that I remember really respecting that about him that he was at least he was communicating to us that these are life lessons so don't lose sight of that self-discipline the local story I just heard from someone I was at the dentist and they're like, Joey Ortega, the good wrestler in town from, from A.L. Johnson. Like, yes, my, we got up to, to go to work, and he was, he was out running. I saw him on Westfield Ave at 6.30 a.m. And um, she's like, yeah, he's got to make weight for a tournament. I assume he's going out to the Super 32. So that, that weight element adds another level of discipline. Maybe it forces you to be more disciplined. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to make weight. Right. Number nine, a roadmap to success. So I'll read what, what Kale says here. Wrestling is a perfect example of what it takes to be successful in life. Goal setting, hard work, determination, focus, 
love of challenges, love of competition, confidence, being coachable, mental toughness, discipline, creativity, teamwork, and accountability. Wrestling provides a roadmap to success. Yeah, I guess I look at that as just basically being a great metaphor for life. St. Paul said the same thing, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. He was relating it to life, too. That's right. And number 10 is toughness. It's probably the first word you hear when you're, you know, if I'm a psychologist and you're sitting on my couch and you say the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear a word, wrestler, you'll think tough, toughness. Wrestler, tough. Right. <laughs> wrestler, toughness. One of the first words you think of of a wrestler because of a lot of what we're talking about, right? The, the mental, the physical, you know, the one-on-one -on -one aspect. Um, there's so much of it that makes you, you know, if, if you're going to have any kind of success in the sport, there's going to have to be some degree of toughness that you develop. Right. Right. So it's all going to have to be there. I was just thinking about how the other virtues tied and the respect would tie into justice and then overall prudence. You're going to need to be prudent with your decision making when you're balancing a lot of things. You have wrestling. You have... The other thing is the balance. I mean, think about our schedule when we were in high school. Think about the, co the, high, the co high school and college wrestler schedule. It's like you go to you, some people might do a morning workout. And at the end, then you have a you have class, then you come home, it's usually, or you have practice, then you have a club practice. At some point in time, maybe you're getting a lift within that. So there's a lot of, you have to structure, you got to do homework. So there's a lot of things, and there's other family obligations too. So it's, you're going to have to use your time wisely. And the only way to do that is that really the virtue of prudence, applying the right reason to what it is that you're doing. So really, it's just all-encompassing, basically. But toughness, you're going to put under the, the cardinal virtue of fortitude, though, right? It's going to be under fortitude. That's <laughs> going to be fortitude. you got to be, you got to be brave mentally and physically. You know, you just look at other sports and you compare them to the wrestler. Which, one, which, which one's tougher? Again, no put down other sports, but it's going to be very easy to give the check mark to wrestling many times. Yeah. Well, look under the virtue, under the virtue of fortitude, you have long-suffering. <laughs> the ability to withstand suffering for a very long time. It's like wrestlers usually have that. Um, patience, the ability to withstand evils, cutting weight, going through a tough time, having you know, a losing record, you're, you're, you're pushing through. And then perseverance is, is, is a separate subcategory of fortitude. And that's, you're able, you, you know, am I getting any better? Well, you just, you keep, you keep going, you keep going until you reach your goal or come as close to it as you possibly can. And then there's longanimity, is it? That's awaiting the good. That's long suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to, to patience, but long awaiting the good. Yeah. Awaiting the good. It's like it takes a lot of time to get to where you want to get to. And that, that goes with any sport. So that, that one would, I wouldn't say is unique to wrestling. Yeah, magnanimity, striving for, striving for greatness in all things, especially the most important things, which would be that of the soul, uh, faith and morals. It's not so much as, not much, as much with that, but it's, it's striving for greatness in all things. And magnificence, spending a lot, um, the extra, you know, the spending of your money towards great things. And that would be the parents and the coaches on the kids' mindset training, because let's face it, you know, it's an investment. And that's why it's, it is important that you're investing in the right things. It's important that you're giving the, your kid what he needs, when he needs it. You're giving your team what they need, when they need it. And almost everyone in the wrestling career looks back and says, oh, we should have used you guys earlier. Or, man, I needed you guys when I was younger. My team could really benefit from that. Well, are we going to talk about it? Or are we going to be about it? And that's why you want to do your, your trial, do your free trial, whether it be an individual or a team, 
Do your free trial with Wrestling Mindset today. A lot of people getting started. Now is the time to do it. If you get started now in the month of the early, early part of the month of October, what are we on the 7th today? Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. You get started now, you have five months between now and the end of the season, between now and March. That's a lot of time. We have this conversation in January. We can't help your kid. We're not miracle workers. We can't help your kid as much. You start in January. So the time is now. Now is the time to get started with your mental training. You have time to internalize these lessons before the, the postseason. I was going to say, if, if your son or daughter, if they're serious about wrestling, there's never, there's literally never a bad time to do it. Yes, now is always the time. But like, I just think about it, I have two wrestlers now that have been doing the program for over five, six years, probably over seven years when I think of one of them. So you have two wrestlers, they're both in college now, you know, doing the program. There's never not a, like, there's never a time where it's like, yeah, he's good now. He, he, they just don't need it, right? There's just, there's always different circumstances. I can think last night, I had a call with one of them at 7 a.m., <laughs> 7 a.m. and one was at 8.30 p.m. And they were not, you know, the second one was not a short conversation. It was over an hour. In other words, you're not running out of things to talk about because, you know, you've done some mindset training in the past. In fact, you understand yourself more. There's, you know, not that everything has to go that long. You don't have to take an hour, 15 minutes for, for a mindset call every single week. But there's things to talk about. There's there's ways to improve because your situation's always changing. You're always getting better. You're always dealing with different challenges at a, you know, in terms of wrestling physically, mentally, and then also just socially. You know, you're maybe you're away from home for the first time. So there's just never a wrong time to do it. And it's not something that you, you've run out of things to talk about, right? It's, it's always beneficial. Jordan, Jordan Burroughs just said it, revealed it to a, to a private inside source recently, just said that with wrestling, with the mindset, anything, there could be a hiccup at any time. At any time, something could, could, could go wrong. So it's so important to stay sharp and to stay on your game with that. Same reason why in the spiritual life, you're, you're one, of the, one of the just calm things, you'd have a spiritual director because you're dealing with different struggles on a regular basis. You need that throughout your life. Same thing with your wrestling career. You just need a mindset coach at all times because anything could happen. If it could happen to Simone Biles in the Olympics, it could happen to anyone because she's, right. she might be the very best of all time. She has skills named after her that no one else has done. So if it could happen to her, it could happen to anyone. That's right. Mental and emotional health too. Michael Phelps always spoke about that too. That not even just from the perspective of success, but also just overcoming depression and anxiety. He's always been very vocal about the importance of mental health. So these are the top tier athletes. Injuries too be the last thing I'd say. It's like another huge time. It's like you're either you, you're doing you, you can't do the sport because you're injured, or you know you're you're trying to come back from an injury and you're dealing with things mentally. It's another key time. Again. The, there's never not a time for it, but that would be another key time where, you know, it's just absolutely pivotal to address things mentally. It's a, I give you one, the wrong, the wrong time. There is one wrong time of, of doing mindset training. You could say two, later or never. Those would be the wrong time. The only two times you could say is the wrong time to do mindset training, later or never. So let's take the bull by the horns. Let's get it started today. Make sure you get a hold of us. Wrestling Mindset. WrestlingMindset.com. You can say something. It looks like you're about to say something. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me to come in for the uh, for the website, but yes, wrestlingmindset.com. We'll put we'll put all the stuff in the show notes. Yes. Sign up for your one-on-one -on -one coaching session, free coaching session today. That's right. If it's wrestling, school, business, or life, 
Mindset makes the difference. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.